Welcome to the With Ross podcast. Today I'm talking about Moore's Law. Moore's Law is named for an observation or a prediction that was made by Gordon Moore, who's the co-founder of Fairchild Semiconductors and Intel. He was the CEO of Intel. And in 1965, he famously predicted a doubling in the number of components per integrated circuit and projected this rate of growth would continue for at least another decade. A decade later, in 1975, he revised it to a doubling every two years. And it's sometimes simplified as just that computing power will double every year. But again, this isn't quite precise, but for the layman, it's, it's good enough. Um, and in the 46 years since making that prediction, it's held pretty accurate. The cover image that I'm going to make for this episode is a graph of prominent chips from the 1970s up to the present, during which time we've seen chips go from around 1,000 transistors per chip to over 50 billion. From 1,000 to over 50 billion in about 50 years. Pretty incredible. The size of the transistors on those chips has gone from 10 micrometers in size in 1970, on average, on the, talking about the mainstream chips of 1970, to today, five nanometers, which is so small that I don't even know how to explain it, much less comprehend it, other than to say, you know, from internet searches that a human hair is 100,000 nanometers wide. So a human hair, 100,000 nanometers wide. And again, a modern day transistor is five nanometers wide. So a tiny fraction of one human hair. And to give you another perspective, more recent perspective of how quickly these chips have gotten smaller, the mainstream chip of 2007, and I use 2007 because that's the year the first iPhone came out, were manufactured with transistors of 45 nanometers. So again, it's gone from 45 in 2007 to 5 nanometers today. And this whole episode was inspired by the release of Apple's M1 Pro and M1 Max chips yesterday. If you haven't seen the release, I recommend it. Um, check it out on YouTube. And those chips have 37 or 33.7 billion transistors on the M1 Pro and 57 billion transistors on the M1 Max, which is truly insane numbers for consumer computer chips, like unprecedented. So going forward, what does this mean? I think in general, there's very little that we can predict about technology in the future. Like, yeah, there's very little we can predict. No one can. I mean, and that goes for everything. The economy, the state of the world, it's, it's unpredictable. But one thing I can say is that most of the devices and the technology and the software and everything that we'll be using 10 to 20 years from now, I'm talking 2030, 2040, have not been invented yet. The particular form factors and the functionalities of whatever devices we're going to be using in 10 to 20 years are not here yet. And that would have been true to say in the year 2000 and then again in 2010. I mean, in 2000, you couldn't have predicted the smartphone. I mean, you, you, of course you could have predicted it, but you get what I'm saying. What we can very reasonably expect is that transistors will hit the market at 
about three nanometers next year, and about two nanometers by 2024, and so on. It's just going to continue getting smaller. So later this decade, we'll be talking about chip sizes in picometers, which is the size below nanometers. And also, given the nature of doubling, with four to five more doublings this decade, we can assume that the mainstream chips of 2030 will be 32 times more powerful than today's. So let that sink in as you consider Moore's Law. Thanks for listening.